So I'm really liking this episode more than the last one. I've been working on my Tamara Morrison. I love the way he says Tatooine. Tatooine. Is Book of Boba Fett worth watching having never watched Star Wars? Um... Welcome to the show. Today we're going to be talking about the Book of Bubble Fed episode four. What's up, chat? Good to see you guys all here. Some of it I've talked about with you offline. Some of it we haven't. But long story short, better episode. This could have been episode three. This could have been the third episode, right? Streamline the show. Enough of the fluff. Enough of the softness. Okay, I don't know what's going on at the writing and director's table with this show. I mean, was Robert Rodriguez really trying to remake Spy Kids? So we have Boba Fett. Crawls out of the Sarlacc pit. Gets his armor stolen by Jawas. Those cheeky little buggers, right? Gets found by the Tusken Raiders, the Sand People. They kidnap him. They hold him hostage. He proves himself to be a warrior. They respect him for being a warrior. They train him in hand-to-hand combat, which makes sense because Boba Fett's all about blasters. It's not a hand-to-hand, uh, like, melee combat type of guy. Some stuff happens where this biker gang, right, comes through, starts wrecking shop, you know. And uh, the Pikes, this cartel, has this incredible train that comes through their territory, starts killing them, starts killing the Tusken Raiders. Boba Fett's like, this is not right. I am, I am Boba Fett. These people have taken me under their wing. They are essentially the metaphor for Native American Indians, and I've, and I've learned their ways. I've drank their ayahuasca. I've, I've done their crazy coyote walk. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to help you put these guys' dicks in the dirt. <laughs> I'm going to put them down. Let's go. So Boba Fett goes off. He's just like, all right, I'm going to go mess up this gang. Goes up, roughs them up, takes their bikes, right? Comes back to the Tusk Raiders. He's like, all right, I'm going to teach y'all how to ride the speeders, all right? Motorcycles eventually, right? And they're like, well, we ride horses. We ride banthas. What the hell do we need to ride these things for? And they start taking them apart. He's like, no, 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 no. These things are good. They're fast enough to catch a train. He teaches them how to ride. They catch up to the train. They mop up all the, uh, all the pikes. <laughs> yeah, because the pikes were, uh, they were smuggling spice, which... Uh, Straight ripped from Dune. Eventually, you come across some lights in the sky. You're like, oh, what's that over there over the Dune? So you go check it out, and you see this other master assassin on the ground, right? You're like, oh, I know who that is. That's Fennec Shen. That's master assassin Fennec Shen. Picks her up, takes her to these cyborgs, these, these splicers, these people who live out in Tatooine, apparently, who modify their bodies to be the best that they can be, right, with different, uh, different droid parts and different sorts of machinery. And then comes uh, musician Thundercat, Who's sitting there and also delivers lines as, as well as like an NFL player can do in commercials. <laughs> Boba Fett walks in with Fennec Shan. She's all messed up and he needs these guys to fix her up. So he puts her under the table and Thundercat turns around. He's just like, aren't you a little old to be here? <laughs> and so ever see like the, the, the Shaquille O'Neal commercials where he's talking about gold bond? Gold bond. Gold bond. Gold bond for your feet. I'm Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> he fixes up Fennec. They go back out to the desert. She wakes up. She's like, ah, what the, what happened? And he's just like, you injured. You know who I am? I am Bubba Fett. And she's just like, bullshit. Bubba Fett died, son. He died years ago. And he's just like, yeah, I thought so too. I thought I was dead. I was swallowed up by the Sarlacc on the dunes of Tatooine. 
<laughs> Yo, I love how Tamara Morrison delivers his lines, dude. That guy's a badass in real life. Despite the show trying to make him like soft as baby shit. It looks like the Speeder Gang's responsible for killing the Tuscan Raiders, the tribe that took him in and helped him out and saved his life. So he goes to recover his ship because this whole time his ship is MIA. You know, it's, it's inside of Jabba's palace. So he gets his ship back with the help of uh, Fennec Shand. And <laughs> we get this like Looney Tunes thing that happens, bro. This crazy, weird Looney Tunes thing where he goes and infiltrates, infiltrates uh, Jabba's palace. There's a sequence where he's trying to catch a droid uh, that might sound the alarm to the guards, you know, that, oh, somebody's here. It's Boba Fett. He's trying to get his shit back. And he's, like, chasing after, like, this little, like, disney fine droid, you know? And, like, <laughs> it's, like, something out of Looney Tunes, bro. It's, like, it's like Daffy Duck or, or Bugs Bunny chasing everything. It's, like, Elmer Fudd ch ch chasing after Bugs Bunny. It's 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 really weird. I'm just like, what y'all are making Boba Fett look goofy as hell, boy. You know that General Grievous droid? That was actually dope. I was just like, oh okay. I love how they're doing the aesthetics of different Star Wars characters. Damn it, the they got me. They got me. The member bears. Remember General Grievous? Well, here's a cooking droid that looks like General Grievous. He's got the arms. Damn it, they got me too. <laughs> member, member General Grievous. Here's a chef droid that's like him. He's got many arms and stuff. It's pretty cool. He's got knives. They got me. Ming-Na Wen is kicking in this in this show, bro. It's crazy. She's got the martial arts. She's got the stealth. She's got the gout. And she keeps telling Boba Fett that he's soft, boy. <laughs> she's a really, really good right hand. She's just like, yo, you soft, boy. You know, like, you have to show these people strength with the fist. And he's like, nah, that's the way that Jabba did things. I don't want to do it like that. And she's like, bro, they all saying, you soft, boy. You out here, you soft as baby Boy, you soft as crab legs, boy. <laughs> they find the ship. He gets aboard the ship. Fennec covers him. He's trying to navigate the ship out of the palace. And he's just like, oh, crap, I can't. These controls, I don't remember how to use. It's like, Boba Fett forgot how to use his ship. Like, bro, it's been that long. Like, damn, bro, what happened to you, fella? Damn, homie. <laughs> In high school, you was a man, homie. What happened to you? Big <laughs> Shen's like, yo, <laughs> we need to get out of here. What are you doing? He's like, uh, we need to open the gate. Can you open the gate? And she's like, I'm, I'm busy. I'm busy, stupid dick. They get the ship, and, and, uh, and he's like, all right, you help me pay off my debts. You help me fight this whole video game horde mode <laughs> wave of, of random henchmen that are wandering around Jabba's palace. And he's like, all right, you help me with my debt. Everything's paid up. You're good to go. Where do you want to be dropped off? She's just like, oh, where are you going? He's like, I have some, some, some score to settle. I have some debts to repay. She's like, you know what? I'm with it. I'm with the shit. <laughs> Fennec Shand is a ride or die, bro. How do, how do they make this character so damn? How, how do they make this character so good? and more interesting than Boba Fett. I'm like, what? I'm not mad at it. It's just odd. If I was a Boba Fett fan, I'd be like, I'll be heated. If I was a Boba Fett fan, I'd be so heated. Like, yo, the title of the show is called Book of Boba Fett. How is Fennec Shand a better character? She's got more personality. She's got better lines. Boba Fett's like, yo, that biker gang that took down the Tuscans, I'm with it. Let's go. Boba Fett pulls a drive-by. Boba Fett, Boba Fett pulls an incredible Star Wars drive-by, bro. It's it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Very very well shot. This this low this low shot this low tracking shot right with the camera angled up. 
it was oh my god with a Dutch angle, sick. He murdered, murdered that biker gang. Damn, that was a great scene. And then Fennec's like, "All right, bet. What's next? I got to get my helmet back." You know, she's just like, "Let's take the ship and go, go back and take over Jabba's palace." Right? The plan was, listen, tired of these people hiring us as bounty hunters and getting us killed. We know better. We can take over this. Like, let's let's freaking go. And he's just like, "Yeah, but it won't make much of an impact without my armor, Boba." Is going to either probably in the last episode, he's going to ride his rancor out in the street, right? Because bold move here, he sat at the table where they were all coming into agreements. They're all having this meeting above above the rancor pit, right? And it kind of pops off for a second. They're like, "Ah, <laughs> you got a rancor with that? I didn't hear about that. This man, this man got a whole ass, this man got a whole ass rancor down here. Where did he get that? God damn, what the freak?" And uh, in the episode previously, he was talking to Danny Trejo, the Beastmaster. He was just like, I want to write it. And he's like, oh, okay, I can teach you. He's de- He's going to gain all the respect and gain all, all the, get all the juice by riding that rancor through their streets. He's going to be like, yo, listen, I'm fixing the problems around here. I'm fixing my Sespa, But Tatooine, this whole planet can use some fixing. Right, and they all own territories. He's gonna ride. I mean, this would be so fire. He gets on the Rancor because everyone knew about the Rancor in Jabba's time, right? It's like, hey, you go to Jabba, you owe him some money. He's a gangster. He feeds you the Rancor if you don't pay up, right? Or he'll toss you down there just for his entertainment, right? Everybody knew that. You know, he had a whole menagerie of beasts, but the Rancor is the most infamous one. Now everyone knows Boba Fett's a new kingpin. He's got a rancor now, or he's going to make it known that he's got a rancor now, thanks to the twins. And he talked about how he wants to ride it. He he has to ride that thing through the streets to be like, yo, listen, this is the deal. Jabba never rode this thing around, right? Mandalorians are infamous for riding the Mythosaur, right? It's, it's their logo. It's their brand. They're infamous for taming wild beasts. And one of the most legendary, the Mythosaur. It's got the word myth in it. Come on. <laughs> legendary. You know, so for a Mandalorian, for someone to ride a Rancor through the streets of Tet, it's like, yo, that guy is the boss. <laughs> that guy is in charge. That guy runs this place. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? And if one of these family members think that they're untouched, well, this guy has a Rancor. He can ride up to your front door while he's armored to the teeth with a whole arsenal. He's got a missile on his back. He's got rockets. He's got he's got hidden missiles. Hidden missiles. You know he's got a blaster. He knows how to hit. He can hit you from a while. Like, like come on, he's a mando, right? Wearing Beskar armor. He's armed to the teeth, running a rancor. What a terrifying thing! Pay him his money. Give him whatever he needs. It, it's gonna be fire. Yeah. Is Book of Boba Fett worth watching? Having never watched Star Wars, um, honestly, this show is banking off you. Coming back and being like, hey, remember? Remember Boba Fett? Remember this point in Star Wars? Remember Speeders? Remember the Rancor? <laughs> remember Danny Trejo? <laughs> remember the Huts? Remember the Wookiees? It's really some member berries in the show, you know? I mean, Tamara Morrison is saying, and, and uh, Ming-Na Wen is saying, yo, when you guys watch the last two episodes, the last episode, you look at the whole series a different way. It's going to be good. You know, to which I'm just like, yo, Disney needs to stop making all their shows with the last two episodes actually counting, really counting. It's just like, yo, listen, 
It shouldn't take till the last two episodes of all your Disney Plus shows for it to pay off. The whole show's got to be get out of the gate. Out of the gate. Make the whole show slap. All right? Because if it's a choice that you're doing it like that, it's whack. You can't do that for every show. If it's just the writing and that's just the way it is, you got to get better writers then. You, you got <laughs> you to formulate better thought. You know what I mean? You know, all of your Disney Plus shows can't have the last two episodes be the bangers. They, you you got to make every show, every single episode count. All right? You're giving us six episodes in these shows, very short episode time, when Netflix shows have like 10, 13, <laughs> you know, 12, 10, 11, 12, 13 episodes, and then here you're giving us six, and they're all not even like an hour. Like, I, I don't understand like what, what Disney's doing with this, you know? It's just like, you guys have infinite money. <laughs> <laughs> you make you literally make the budget. It's your platform. It's your show. Just give it more money. Give it more time. Okay. Make the shows longer. Give us more episodes or something like that. I don't know. But uh yeah, hopefully this thing ends in a banger. Next episode, episode five. We gotta get there. We 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 have to get somewhere. Episode five is the next episode. I, I hope they don't give us more flashbacks because we were up to the point where he just about meets up with, with the Mandalorian. We've seen that story. We've seen that whole story. We don't need to rehash that flashback. The next episode needs to bang. It needs to come out of the game swing. It needs to be that horse out of the race, veins popping out, just giving it its all and finishing at the finish line. I mean, episode five needs to hit. It needs to trend. It needs to be like, yo, they knew what they were doing. Let's get it. Well, that's all the time we got for this episode. Thank you for listening, and make sure to watch our reviews on YouTube and catch our live show on Twitch. we we'll see you guys later, or we'll see you another time.